0: Good morning, this is Paul Donovan, Chief Economist at UBS Global Wealth Management. At seven o'clock in the morning London time on Tuesday the 18th of July. Today we get an insight into the hedonism of the US consumer. And the hedonism of the US consumer matters not just to the United States, but to the rest of the world, because US consumers spend on goods and services provided from abroad. We get June retail sales data, which it should be stressed, is not adjusted for inflation. Inflation is slowing in the United States, of course, and durable goods prices have been in deflation since the end of last year. But things like food sales are still subject to the lingering effects of profit-led inflation. The US consumer has been battered by negative real wage growth, And tighter credit has also constrained their ability to indulge in the national pastime of spending money they don't have on things they don't need. But the number today is unlikely to be too weak. This is because middle-income consumers have reasons to be resilient. Middle-income consumers are less likely to be affected by tightening credit because they are less likely to borrow in the first place and they're less likely to be subject to credit tightening in the event that they do borrow. Employment in several lower-income roles looks like it has peaked and may even be falling as a result of automation and changing business practices. This is less the case in middle-income roles, and middle-income wage growth has not slowed nearly as much as lower-income jobs have been experiencing. Rising female participation in the workforce is likely to bolster middle-income households' spending power. And above all else, the actual real-world cost of living experienced by middle-income families is noticeably lower than that which is reported by consumer price inflation. None of this suggests a consumer boom, that the middle-income consumers can offer some support to retail sales and prevent slowing demand from becoming a slump. The United States is also delivering data on the supply side as well as the demand side with the June industrial production figures. These matter less than they once did because the US is less of a manufacturing economy and globally manufacturing is becoming less important to economic activity as people spend more on services, and automation and robotics reduces the employment directly associated with manufacturing activity. The consensus is for a 0% month-on-month change, but to be honest, there's not really a consensus. Economists are pretty evenly divided between a modest decline and a modest increase, even if most are hinting at 0%. Elsewhere, there's little new information. Although Asian markets have still been exhibiting some angst about China's economic outlook, the issue with such pessimism is that the international impact of China isn't really changing that much with the latest data. There was more chatter about US investment restrictions limiting US investment into China, but there's nothing new in any of that either. That's all for today. Have a good day.